Hey everybody and welcome to a defensive wild ride with Steve-O. I've been attacked. I've been attacked all over the place. Uh, most notably by my old buddy Bam. And, uh, and he did so in a rap song. Oh, this rap song. It was very personal. He attacked my skateboarding. And, and uh, not only do I address this in today's episode, I actually respond to all kinds of negative comments. You know, like people read mean tweets. It's interesting. So we did a little bit of that. Then we got into current events. And it turns out there's actually aliens. Can you believe that? I mean, easier to believe than to care about, it would seem. But yeah, and um, more current events. And then on the back half of this episode, I think every single one of us reveals something very uh, personal, like Paul's addiction to, to magic mushrooms. Turns out that he's taking these things every single day. I can't even believe it. And, uh, and, and, and Scott Randolph... His, like, wait until you see Scott Randolph try to convince you that it was a bad experience having the doctor put fingers up his butt. Whew. Not convincing me, pal. Anyway, we got a lot to get into, so let's get into it. So are we just going? We're rolling. Are you ready with negative comments? Um, yeah, I have them on my phone. All right. You want to start with that? I think that the title of this podcast is Steve-O Response to Brutal Negative Comments, okay. including BAMs. <laughs> well, let's start with BAMs while I pull some up. What BAM comments are you talking about? I mean, he attacked me. Are we, have we in started? In the most personal way. Yeah. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. Us. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, me and Scott Randolph, the gorgeous Paul Brisky, and Skinny Vinny. Yeah, dude. Yeah, we're, we're we're back on current events. Yep, and nothing's more current than the personal attack I suffered from Bam Margera, who released a majorly produced rap song. Shit was fire as fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah, the so well produced, so well done. <laughs> the energy he put into it, unbelievable. Where were you when you got the the note? Like Bam responded I mean, to Steve, were you like, oh, what does this fucking guy have to say now? Okay, the rap song came to my attention long before it was on TMZ. Ooh. I just responded once it was on TMZ. Why? When, when, when did you hear about it? Oh, dude. I heard about it ages ago because I get my news from Reddit now. Oh, <laughs> the subreddit. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't check it as much nearly as I was for a minute there. Sure. But, like, every week or two. Did you hear I, it when we were in the U.K.? Yeah, I think I, I think I did. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. That's how I, long it's I mean, been they out? only released the whole song, like in the last week or so. Yeah. Okay. So you saw like, the teaser. Yeah, all the teasers. Yeah, yeah. I saw when Bam was actually in the studio. Was that oh. a, a studio in rehab? <laughs> it was a studio in uh, L.A. I think. Mm. Now kudos to these Australian mumble rappers, for, uh, you know. Making a wave and riding it. That's the crew that he did the song with. Yeah. Okay. But do you really think it's the kind of wave you want to ride? I mean, when you're at that frequency that Bam's at, yeah. I mean, I don't know that it was a great wave for Bam to ride, no. <laughs> yeah. but I think that as far as these rappers from Australia, I think that they got they got themselves some publicity, mm -hmm. some exposure. Why is he mad at We Man? 
Because he skates? He's, he's, mad, he's mad at Wee Man for uh, being a pro skateboarder. Probably because Wee Man and I had the collab skateboard. And the last time I was in contact with Bam, I was like kind of making a big deal out of uh, Wee Man and I uh, competing, like skate. Right. The Steve make, making a com competition out of uh, filming skateboarding to promote our board. Yeah, but Bam had the chance to do that too. Right. But Bam's not big on. Um, Making more than $5 a board in sales? Well, I mean, yeah, he had the opportunity to do that. Like, uh, I, I, I presented it to him, like, let's, um, you know, let's get on track. Let's be sober. Let's be productive. Let's, let's do all this great stuff, and we can make a ton of money selling skateboards. But um, that didn't pan out. And so Bam got mad at me selling skateboards instead. Hmm. Damn, and so you responded on TMZ. You I said, about, like, yeah, oh, I you're mad I'm selling boards. I recorded my response for TMZ. They got it up in lightning speed, same <laughs> yeah. day. Yeah. And then I put my response on TikTok, and I saw it just go, you know, TikTok's the stuff either, like, really, really takes off or it just doesn't do anything, mm -hmm. and this one kind of took off. And so I thought, oh, okay, let me put that on Instagram and Facebook um, and and uh, I think they performed all pretty well That's so has there been any response back from BAM no do you think there will be no. or do you <laughs> have to hit them back to back I mean, it's so tongue-in-cheek <laughs> yeah, you know for sure. like there's nothing like serious yeah. about it I mean you're not um, mad at them I'm not mad at him at all I just think it's funny plus um, dude just today I uh, put a story, because we're building the ramp in, the, in my backyard, and I put up a story with my goats and the ramp saying that since uh, this personal attack, now I'm building a ramp, when in fact I've uh, been- I've been building it. I, yeah, I've yeah. been like planning on building this ramp for weeks, <laughs> for months. Um, but that story with the goats and the ramp, in two hours, it's uh, over 100,000 opens. Wow. I, I don't know that I've ever had that much eyeballs on a story. That's cool. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So Bam's hooking you up. Bam's hooking me up, yeah. <laughs> is, is this, Lux brought up that, you know, you are a rapper as well, and you could respond with a, a That's diss what I track was of your for. own. Right, but here's the thing. I, I um, made a video about my rap career. Like, how many people have we had on this podcast where we brought up my rap career? Not one of them remembers or knew that I had a rap career. Yeah, you're underground. Right. So, <laughs> like, it's just not something that's so common knowledge. Now, I will resurrect it. I will I will resurrect it. Oh, my God. I shouldn't even say this. But, but there was a... A thread, a text thread between some of the Jackass guys, and uh, we were like text dropping into the text thread videos that we filmed, selfie videos of us rapping, <laughs> like our response, you know, to Bam, to Bam, <laughs> yeah. I mean, stuff that will never go anywhere, never ever see the light of day. But uh, I was like, you know. Oh my God! Well, I, I mean, mean, what I'm, did you say? At least, can you say what yeah, you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's I'll, hear those rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear I mean, those. Bars. You should do like a vinyl pressing of your rap album, like some like 
a prestigious like crack cocaine only feels so good. Of them. Yeah, I've got it pulled up here on discogs.com. Um you I, down with STDs? <laughs> okay, where? All right. Uh I don't even know what Who did the art for that album? I hear you don't think I'm a pro skater. Well, I'm calling you out for being a hater. Yeah, dude, you gotta know, I'm totally rad. I just don't know why that makes you so mad. <laughs> Jesus, dude. <laughs> you still got it. Wow. Kids still got it. Kids still got it. Run to no with no. <laughs> Okay. Can you can people buy this album? Okay. Is that uh, where you're at? Uh, okay. well, I, I just searched Super Rap on Dick's Oh, I got, we got another. Oh. I, I got more. Oh, shit, yeah, dude. Here comes verse two. That okay. Okay. I'm a fly guy, and this is why I poke the puss until I die. But you just cry. All you do is lie. I tell you that your bone spurs is cap. Your rap is whack. You get in the octagon, I'll make you. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Wow. Those are fighting words, Steve. Yeah. He can fight you or Knoxville now. Now he has to choose. He, he could probably beat me up. Yeah, maybe. Right. Uh, okay, Amazing. so uh, so again, we're just, we're, we're not like being malicious or mean. It's just, you know, we're having, having a laugh. Um, always wish for Bam to get healthy and be good and and, and all of these things. But since we're on the subject of personal attacks, an idea that we've floated around is to hit me with brutal ne negative comments and uh, I will respond. Have you still been pretty good on not looking at I, comments? I'm really good. Okay. I'm so really these are these are going to be the first time you hearing these, right? Well, where'd okay. you pull these off of the and, main and, channel, and, <clears throat> the the podcast YouTube channel? Okay, I, I like I unscheduled the last YouTube video, the one of the stunts I regret, just because the promo was just like I mean it was comically like heavy, like you know. And again, go to steveo.com and buy merch. Like, but I was sensitive about that. I don't. I do not want to look at the comments on that video because they're just gonna be like yeah. mad at me for promoting the merch. Yeah. Okay. So, like, I mean, it's not like there are like the meanest comments ever that even exist. I was looking for mean ones. Like, m there's a lot that make fun of your voice. Right. There was a lot of negativity on the Zach Ass podcast. Okay. Which we have addressed, mm -hmm. but this one stuck out. Sucks you couldn't just give the guy a question. Instead, just grill him and then bring someone else on to steal the spotlight. Vinny. Which was <laughs> our dear <laughs> friend Vinny. Wow, well, <laughs> so, my fault. So that, uh, yeah, I mean, we addressed that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm just telling you what yeah, I'm reading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, <laughs> did you go to that podcast to find that? I did, looked. There's, yeah. There's Some, not. There's not uh, comments about the Zach podcast living on on other... a different episode. No, no, no people no, forget no. about it pretty There's quickly. There's comments on that podcast. Right. Okay, 
I mean, honestly, this is going to be a little anticlimactic. None of them are like so bad that it's like funny or really going to hurt your feelings. I think the ones that that are are relative to this would be like on the Bam podcast. Like you're taking advantage of Bam, you know, using him to make money. But yeah, it's like there will be a million of those comments on this, on this podcast one. just because we're talking about Bam. Yeah. yeah. So here's one on the Bam. The one where Bam's not on the podcast. You guys are talking about Bam, right. so he's like in the title and thumbnail. Some thumbnail. Thumbnail. <laughs> Steve acts like he's your friend, and then he makes a public video to all his fans, public talking about your meth abuse. Bro. I did not call him a meth addict. I said it was alleged. <laughs> alleged meth. Yeah. So, yeah, people, you know, feel like you. Well, I mean, what do you think like, about that? Yeah, what, what are you going to do, man? I've done everything in my power to be the best bro for Bam. I mean, even even like uh, with the whole board thing, it's like he didn't want to do it. It's like, okay, well, we're gonna set up a trust for your kid. We'll donate all of them or give all the money to to Phoenix. Right. It's still a no. Even so alimony like people, payments, right, or like child right. support payments. I was like, you know what? You're gonna get nailed with uh, the courts for alimony, child support, anyway. Just like put put this aside from that. Like it, it would all. That's coming out of your pocket anyway, so let's just uh, divert some money to that. And and the suggestion was so offensive, that's the last time I spoke with Pam, I think. That he was mad at that? Yeah. How dare you? What was his response to that? Like how He was so drunk, dude. Uh, like, how dare you? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. He, he kind of wasn't getting it. Okay, your podcast with Wee Man has a <laughs> lot of negative comments, okay. actually, because you took a hard stance against video games in that podcast. Oh, dude. Oh, wow. And the gamers spoke up. That so this one came from... Jim Sin, 2506. He said, Steve-O, you're awesome. But if your analogy about video games is correct, are we just wasting our time watching your podcast? Almost all of your fans play games. If you think like that, then everything is a waste of time if you're not making money out of it. Yeah, the gamers is a big community, dude. I'm right. a gamer myself. As Got a Call of Duty guy. I will... Got the soldier. I, I will give that to him. And I thought that that was very... Uh, constructively worded it wasn't an attack it was like hey you know yeah and 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 and, and hey man if people enjoy video games have at it you know i i while away time watching stupid netflix scott you haven't always been a gamer right no i mean i used to play video games when i was a kid but then i just needed an outlet to like not look at my phone for an hour and it's done a really good job to like wh where i would just forget about time <laughs> there's a lot of irony wait, 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 what are you guys laughing at over there what's that you're yeah. just trying to get you're, you're trying to get your eyes away from a screen so you go to the tv no not the screen my work emails because i can't turn uh, it off emails so it's like the work emails it's like there's no turning off for me so if i'm sitting yeah. there watching tv i'm looking at it but if i'm playing call of duty modern warfare 2 you're in the zone. I'm in the zone. He's cutting down on screen time. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, not about health. cutting down on screen. I mean, everywhere you look, I mean, I'm looking at screens or, you know, I think that's just the reality of life now. You're just, you're looking at screens everywhere you go. Yeah. So. Yeah, I feel like people have every right to waste their time however they want. And right. like, some people do spend too much time playing video games and it does have a negative effect. Same as Netflix, same as YouTube, same as. Right porn same as everything I mean, dude, I'm, probably I'm, most people have a pretty healthy relationship with it and just do it for fun i'm a super phone addict dude mm -hmm. like uh what are you doing I, on your phone i mean i don't know like just stupid instagram or like whatever i could be way more productive if i uh had boundaries around my screen time on my phone when you're looking at instagram are you looking at what other people do or are you looking at like how your stuff is doing <laughs> uh <laughs> 
Probably mostly that. <laughs> yeah. Do you think you have an unhealthy relationship with Instagram and social and with media and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I'm. A, I'm yeah. A, like Instagram for you is probably not a healthy. You like, don't even door like it. To open. You like hate it, but like you yeah. can't look away. You know what I mean? Right. Are there any sort of programs for like? I'm sure there video is. games or internet. For sure, okay. they have like video game rehab and stuff. Really? Yeah. yeah. But are, are you are you really telling me that there's not more like a vitriolic hate? Why is it that every time I go into a comment section, I end up with my feelings hurt? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you should have pulled these. Because I think back in the day, like people were just like, you know, Steve's talking over the guests, but like those have kind of stopped. And I think most of the, like the hate comments are like all the ads and bam. But that's I, I've never really seen. Yeah, pe people hate on the ads, but it's like, bro, how, what do you, what do you? We're trying to yeah. make money. Like, how do you think we're doing? Yeah, this? people like, hating on the ads just don't. I think it's people hating on the ads don't pay for YouTube, so they have to see our ads and then the fucking ads that you get when you don't pay for a subscription on don't, YouTube. Don't we um, have no mid roll ads on the podcast? No, it's just our own ads. Like, yeah, there's no <laughs> right. mid roll. There's no. Oh, so then I think anybody it's literally fast the ads forward for the, the fucking ad. Yeah. Anybody who's hating on the ad reads for the podcast, like they're they're probably like fans of mine who don't listen to other podcasts yeah. and don't understand that that's every podcast in the world yeah, yeah. that makes sense. sometimes more we only have three like some three, somebody sometimes here four. like six but can't episode. they just fast forward yeah and don't you have the bookmarks now uh yeah 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 now yeah so and it's now like, it's on youtube at least it's how many segmented. comments sorry i just did it so this is a great cut to be like speaking of ads have you heard yeah, of that yeah <laughs> When it comes to the ads on this podcast, man, I stand by the products I promote. Take Fume, for example. This is a device that I always have in my pocket because I love it. And what's it for? It's for replacing bad habits with good ones. And it's got uh, a core in here which flavors air. So you can trade in addicting chemicals and drugs with flavored air you can trade in electronic gizmos with just this nicely weighted device i use it all the time i love it and uh, i'm not even trying to trade in a bad habit i just picked up this good one it's fume baby and if you've got a dirty bad habit that you want to drop and replace with a fume i got good news for you because if you go to tryfume.com and use the promo code stevo you can get 10 percent off your journey pack and why is it called a journey pack because it's the beginning of a journey to a healthier you with less bad habits and more good habits if you see me in person ask me hey you got your fume in your pocket and I bet you I will. If I don't, I'll make a little shout-out video for you on your phone. How about that? Yeah, that offer's good until the end of the year. And the offer for 10% off the journey pack, I don't know how long that lasts. So hurry up and go to tryfume.com and use the promo code Stevo. Now let's get back to it. And now we're um, back. I was going to say, how many comments are there Like uh, telling me that I'm better at not speaking over my guest, but right when I said that, I, I spoke right over Paul. <laughs> well, that's fine. Stupid asshole. Um, there was one I pulled on the Steve Aoki podcast. Someone wrote, like, Steve-O actually shut up on this one, and we got to hear the guest talk. And there are times where you, like, I do see those comments. But see, the thing is with, with pulling these comments is, like, it's either stuff we've already talked about, like Bam right. or Zach, or the fact that you talk over your guests or the video game stuff. 
Like no one's like, no one's like getting at new. you. Right. Like, you know, okay. oh, Steve-O and his whatever. No one's talking shit on your skateboarding. I mean, right? what, what? <laughs> that yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could pull up a comment right now, see if you see any you don't like. I, I'm not. I'm not worried about it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let that be. Yeah. Let, let, let's get into some current events. The current event that I ha- that I wanted to talk to. I was listening on, on to a podcast on the way here, and they were talking about the uh, the SAG strike, the writer strike, and one of the problems was. Um, the use of AI. <clears throat> so, oh my God! So hold on, yes. let me, Did you guys see yes. that fucking video that I sent you about how gnarly deep fakes are gonna be? Yeah, so gnarly. But to to get to that point, so that they they referenced at the end of the movie Flash, they they had an AI <clears throat> uh, CGI character that like used to be in an old Flash or whatever, and the people. Uh, maybe that guy, like the, the trust, saw that and they're like, well, wait a minute, he's on the movie. Like, is he, is his likeness getting paid for that? And so I figured <clears throat> the question is like, okay, so if they're going to start using AI and the actor doesn't even have to be there for the movie, how much do they, is it a licensing thing? Well, I, I saw something that said <clears throat> that uh, like background actors <clears throat> are getting paid like for one day of work to film like a thing that makes their likeness like in perpetuity throughout the universe forever like uh oh shit so they're gonna be always in background i guess like an extra if you're because people do like kind of make a living or at least a part-time living doing extra work but now it's like you'll work one time and like now we got you and we can use you forever and they don't have to pay them well but they must be signing something right they they said that uh this one tweet or something that i saw said that um like Bill Gates got paid every single time somebody downloaded uh, Windows, but like a, a background actor gets paid one day work for their stuff to be used as m- like much, many times forever, ever. I well, mean, the, but the paycheck's got to be pretty big because no one in their right one day of work. No, it's one hundred sixty bucks. Yeah, I mean, it's not big now. <laughs> yeah, I know. It should but who in big. their right mind is going to sign a contract for one hundred and sixty? Do you bucks? read the fucking seventy-eight pages when you like sign something, or are you just like, yeah, if I get okay, okay, yeah. And then you got to yeah. get a lawyer for that. My question to you is like, wonder if ten years down the road they used, they did film the Jackass and they used AI to do your character. They're doing stunts. Would how much would you want to get paid from that? It's like, wait a minute. I mean, that, but that's the argument. Is so like so you're saying that AI is doing the stunts. So there's just no stakes. There's nothing. Yeah, the, the Jackass example doesn't really work. But if it was like Leo DiCaprio in a movie, but he doesn't have to show up, they just use an AI version like of Leo. How much does he get paid? Like that uh, Black Mirror episode. Yeah, exactly. Like that. Jo- Joan is awful. Yeah, mm. with uh, Salma Hayek. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, like, that's the question is, like, okay, they're signing things. It's like, well, you did sign this in perpetuity. They can use your likeness. That's a licensing. It's, is it 5%? Temper- like, what do you do? Yeah, but- I think extras should be getting paid for that, obviously. You shouldn't just work main- one day for, right. like, 60 bucks, and then they own you forever, and they can use you, you know, right. and have you get killed by an alien in Spider-Man or whatever. And I don't know what else the strike is really about. I know that the writers are uh, upset that the streamers are not paying them, um, like, residuals for, for streaming. Well, it's like, not only they don't pay you for streaming, because some people, they do, like, directors do get residuals from Netflix, but Netflix just says, this is what we owe you. You can't audit... Netflix like there used to be uh, companies like the Nielsen ratings where 
They're an, a third-party company that is keeping an eye on things and sending you what is owed to you. But this is Netflix just saying you, we owe you a thousand bucks, but you can't audit to see the numbers of like, <laughs> how did you come to that number? How many views am I getting? What am I getting yeah, per view? Like right. they don't, you don't have that access to info. And like network television, people are getting residual checks for like 13 cents. And they're like, well, like network television is dead. It's all about the streaming services. But they're and not paying C residuals. These CEOs are, they sit for the year on these, some of these CEOs, like what Bob Iger made 27 million. Another guy the last five years, I mean, the top five made about three to 400 million each. Yeah. the CEO position and they're like well people aren't getting paid can you can you look up how many people are on strike right now because and, they and now said the, now the actors are on strike the, like, the actors right. I mean, it's the crazy, actors like, and the writers are both on strike and they said they haven't done this since 1960 and I think there's a 171,000 people on strike but that's you know how long is that going to go for so the big picture is strike by Hollywood's largest union which encompasses 160,000 members in total that's actors. What about screenwriters? The, the writers are on yeah, strike, so too. Yeah, so that's actors joining the writers on strike. So now they can't shoot any TV shows, any movies. They need content. So what are these big streaming platforms going to do when they can't? Well, they're going to shoot more like they're going to just get more shows from Korea and stuff like that. Like you're going to see Squid Games like eight showing up. You yeah, know? they're not. Yeah, Koreans aren't on SAG. and Yeah, so like it's can... just the U.S. I think that's striking. And so. I, I read something that uh, Universal trimmed the trees uh, so the protesters didn't have any shade while they were protesting. So early. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, so like now there's like a whole investigation. I mean, I think too. the streamers know. Wait, wait, what are they going to investigate? They're trees. Uh, yeah, I know. There's this whole thing about it. It's pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. it's fucking warfare, dude. Yeah, yeah. I think that, that's fair to me. I think the streamers know this can't last forever. Like, they will have to pay residuals. They will have to like be auditable and show their numbers to people and they're just holding on for as long as they can because they're making so much money and at the moment they don't know anybody's shit. Well, and they said a lot of pe these people, 171,000 people or 160,000 people are out of work. So they said, you know, what do they wait till their, their third mortgage payment is up and then go back to the negotiating table, see if they're willing to, because these people can't do anything else because they're in part of a union. So like we, we've had the conversation, some people can't even come on the podcast because they're in the SAG and they can't talk I'm about striking. it. So like, somebody uh, suggested to me that I should go to the the strike line or the picket line, whatever, and and uh, do something or other. You're a SAG member, yeah. Yeah, um, and, and and my response to this person was that I really don't understand quite what it's all about, and I can't help but feel that the entertainment industry the conventional you know mainstream industry just kind of lost interest in me and now like i identify as a digital Ronin. youtuber and in influencer guy a non-union i kind of identify more as a digital guy than yeah know. and you kind of make your own work like you're not waiting by the phone for somebody to give you a job but still like what happened with jackass and paramount plus was right. kind of probably bullshit and Right. should be maybe illegal and like all this like everyone working together to demand change so that shit like that doesn't happen anymore but dude it's, it's like not important. it's not only that so you have all those people on strike but what about the camera crew what about the lighting crew like now they're all out of work so it's a it's a bigger th issue 
You know, all these people are out of work. And when, so what? Because they're in a the union, they can't like start driving Uber or something. I think you could drive Uber, but you can't do any, what your your trades in. I wonder if Uber prices will go down. When Jackass was put to streaming, were, were they telling you the numbers on what it was getting? No. Or plus, um, Paramount Plus didn't exist when we did our deals for the Jackass movie, um, and so it wasn't built into our contracts that they could put it on Paramount Plus. <laughs> As this is how I understand it, and um, and then when the movie came out, they they did not take it to Netflix or to get um, an idea of its market value. They just sold it to themselves, so and gnarly. and they gave themselves a pretty good deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we got kind of kind of screwed out of that. Wasn't that what they're striking for? Like now? Like I guess I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I think, like, actors, it used to be, like, if you're in an episode of The Cosby Show, every time that episode airs, you're getting paid. It makes sense. I, I'm, I'm glad they're striking. I hope they get what they're after. I'm not mad at them for striking. Yeah. I just don't feel really, you know, personally emotional about it. Yeah, and you are safe about, because... But what about being... I mean, you were pretty mainstream for years, right? So you, you don't think you have some sort of, like, compassion for... Yeah, I mean, sure, compassion. Yeah. But I just don't ever feel like... I, and maybe this is why I should be supportive of the strike because I, I don't feel like I was ever particularly looked out for by the. Right, you didn't get residuals from the Jackass TV show. <laughs> right. And you got fucked on Jackass forever. <laughs> I mean, maybe I should be like more and more. Do you get residuals off Wild Boys? <laughs> no. God, no. that's so fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah, I don't get. Uh, I don't get anything. Um, so yeah, so maybe anyway. I should care, and I'm just an ignorant. You know, dick. Maybe go see what the fuss <laughs> is all about. Yeah. Okay. So, what other current events do we? So have? right now, there's like hearings happening in Washington about UFOs. UFOs. You know what else is out of this world? Something inspired by NASA is my new bedding from Miracle Made. And what makes it so special is that it's silver infused fabric that makes the bedding. Uh, regulated temperature that's better for you to sleep at, plus it precludes bacteria from growing on your sheets. I mean, you got like 99.9% .9 of bacteria isn't even messing with your sheets. So less disgusting, a lot more comfortable, and better for your health and your sleep. That is Miracle Made, and it gets better and better because if you go to trymiracle.com slash stevo, not only can you get three free towels, but you're talking about 40% off your order. And like everything, man, I stand by this product, dude. Miracle Made Bedding. Go to trymiracle.com slash stevo. Get those three free towels and 40% off your order. Plus, rest assured that there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. They're so sure that you're going to love this bedding. So, nothing to lose, man. Get on over to trymiracle.com slash stevo. And let's get back to it. Yeah. And government people are under oath saying yes. I mean... Yes, there are crafts. Yes, we have biological entities like aliens also who were piloting those crafts and all of that exists. And that is happening right now 
under oath. Tom DeLonge tweeted, I saw his tweet, I was, I was right, aliens exist. So is it a coincidence, though, that this is the same day that the, the Biden jury or trial starts? Like, are they trying to cover up what's going on with, like, the, the Biden? It could be conveniently tweaker? timed for that. Like, oh, let's do it that day. But, but still, this has been in the works for a long time. But it's like, always like when something else is in the news, they bring up UFOs. Haven't you noticed that? Yeah, but that? nobody cares about UFOs, so it's not effective. But people like, are starting I mean, to care Tom now, though. Tom DeLong does. I, I Tom care DeLong. about UFOs. I mean, it's one of the biggest questions okay, you can have. So, are there biological entities among us, like uh, that we see as humans, but they're not humans? That I have not heard. I mean, I've seen conspiracies that, on that. That's true. Of course, true. there's conspiracies on that. But uh, but from I've only seen a little bit of this footage of the trials but it was just they're called bio biologics that that's what they're calling non-human biologics so they're not saying humanoid or human looking things they're saying nothing about walking among us or anything like that they're just saying from what i saw crafts have been recovered and there were pilots of some of those crafts which have also been recovered i didn't hear anything and about they've been identified they as non-human non-human Yes. They identify okay, so, as non-human? They identify as non-human. So, so, <laughs> are, are, are they mad at us? That I don't know, but there was one question like, has there been any violence like from them, like towards the people around? And the guy said like, yeah, there's been some like... Some of the stuff me and my wife saw, like, what did he say? Yeah, he said, I saw some disturbing things. That's what he said. Like in a question referring to like, have they like hurt anybody in this process? Um, and uh, there were people who were murdered in a cover-up attempt. I didn't see anything about that. Yep. Like Wait, a, you talking about... Google that. Murdered I, by who? You talking about Obama's chef that just died? No, 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 no. Scott's, Scott's I, I got saw, all the good... <laughs> oh. I saw there was a headline that um, the people were murdered in UFO cover-ups. Where? When? You're going to... Was anyone been murdered? Jesus. Well, okay, so this is the guy who's on trial, the congressman as UFO whistleblower, if anyone has been murdered to maintain alleged cover-up. And what did he say? Tim Bruchett asked the government whistleblower whether he believes anyone's been murdered, blah, blah, blah. Very, very bottom right there. Do you have any personal knowledge of people who have been harmed or injured in efforts to cover up and conceal these extraterrestrials? Yes, replied personally. I mean, Has anyone been murdered? He hesitated for a moment he hesitated for a moment before saying, I have to be careful asking that question, he said, citing a current investigation, whether or not subject, blah, blah, blah. I directed, I directed people with that knowledge to the appropriate authorities. So. So, yes. I, so that's sort of alluding to. So he said there's been murders. So it's this one guy who's like a whistleblower. No, but there's many of them out there. He's probably just the first guy that's on trial. But I feel like there's been other people in front of Congress talking about it. Dr. David Greer, he's big. Bob Lazar. Bob Lazar, but I don't think Bob Lazar's ever spoken in front of Congress. He should. Has he? No. I've just seen him on like Rogan and stuff. Okay, so there's UFOs. What does that like mean? How does that affect my daily life? <laughs> I don't know. So you don't care at all about aliens and UFOs? I mean, tell me why. UFOs, big whoop. <laughs> Like, tell, tell me how that changes anything. I mean, we're not alone in the universe. There's aliens that have landed on planet Earth, and they're here. Are and they mad at us? I don't know. 
I think they I don't know, but well, this they, may they, affect your life. I mean, they say they started showing up when we started like inventing nuclear bombs. But you're you're sort of conflating like conspiracy theories and this. Like this guy hasn't said that. You're just saying that's yes, a general that's, yes, sense he that a never lot said of people that. assume. Uh, did yeah. you watch Oppenheimer? No, not yet. Did you? Yeah. How did was you it? like it? Uh when I, whenever I watch a movie that's based on a true story, like I immediately turn around and then watch the actual documentary, like or whatever. Right. And in the case of Oppenheimer, like, sure, when they're like counting down, like they're blowing up the test bomb, like that's super intense. It's like really eerie when they have like the box set bombs that are being sent to go bomb Japan. That that's super crazy. Um, but overall, I kind of felt like it was just. Uh, I, I wasn't really getting it. I was like, man, I can't wait to get home and watch like a more like easy to digest true story about it. Hmm. Did you see Barbie? I did not see Barbie. Barbie but, uh, blew it out of the water, huh? Yeah, Bar Barbie killed it. Yeah. Yeah. What uh, What would like you what score would you give Oppenheimer out of one to a hundred? I, I didn't think it was that great, man. Mm. I, I, I like I, it just never grabbed you. You never really gave a shit during I just it. Didn't, like it How felt the like acting? the full three hours. It didn't feel like a full three hours, but I was just like, ah, with the artisticness, you know, mm. like, just tell me the story. I mean, how was <laughs> Cillian know, like, Murphy? Silly? Was he a silly boy? Is he, I yeah. mean, he, he was, it was kind of cool that he spoke with an American accent, but it, he did it kind of weird. I don't know. Hmm. Huh. I, I want to love Cillian Murphy. I want to love like Robert Downey Jr. Like all all of it. And I'm not mad at it. I'm not saying it was bad. So you wouldn't recommend it? I didn't think it was that great. Did you see Barbie? No. No. Did see you? Barbie. No. Not yet. Not yet? Yeah, I'm probably gonna see it. What can I say? I wanted to love the movie about the guy who made the atomic bomb because sometimes. I drop atomic bombs in the toilet. I'm talking about big sloppy dumps. And I'm so happy to be back at home because in my house on every toilet is my bidet from Hello Tushy. When I get done taking a huge dump, I got a little knob and I turn that knob and next thing you know, I got a, it's like pressure cleaning my butthole, a stream of just blasting cleanliness and freshness onto my butthole and it cuts down toilet paper use by 80 percent it makes your butthole totally clean i mean imagine like you're gonna take a dump and then use dry toilet paper it's just like smearing poop around nah 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 with hello tushy bidets you're blasting your butthole completely clean and it's my favorite dude it's so satisfying if you've never tried it you're out of your mind it's time to get one and if you go to hello tushy.com slash stevo and use the promo code stevo then you're gonna get 10% off your first bidet purchase plus free shipping. It's incredible, man. And they're so confident you're going to love it. Plus, I'm so confident you're going to love it. Hello Tushy has a 60-day risk-free money-back guarantee. How about that? If you've never blasted your butthole with a product from hellotushy.com, it's time to go there. hellotushy.com slash stevo and use the promo code stevo for 10% off plus free shipping. Your butthole is going to thank me. Now, let's get back to it.
Yeah. I mean, in other news, I went to the UCLA medical uh, examiner today. Yeah, you got a finger up your butt. I got a finger up my butt. And uh, for the prostate like check, no, it was horrible. Why? Why is it so bad? So bad like, have you yeah. ever had it? I mean, I've oh, put my Oh, because he's like, butt. okay, ready? I had a ready? finger in my butt One, two days ago. two, knuckle deep. And you're just like... Which knuckle? <laughs> <laughs> probably the point. I don't, I don't know. Well, he probably does two fingers. And I mean, you didn't like it. Like, I didn't like it. He put in one finger and you said, uno mas. Uno mas. <laughs> no, you're just like, Ugh. And then you see white. But you guys... Yeah, you see white. I mean, he's... Yeah, dude. It's like, dude, if you're if you're having foreplay, it's like you're, you're, you're rimming the butthole, you're working your way in. Nah. You don't just go into the fucking I mean, sinker. she just goes right in. So you yeah. want him to tickle it a little bit first? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would be... His doctors would just do a little bit of foreplay. It wouldn't hurt as much. Was he lubed up? Yeah. I mean, bro, what kind of your buttholes dilated to ten like a fucking pregnant lady? Every I mean, dude, you saw what we put up there. I mean, come on. If it took time, imagine just going straight in. It's gonna be like so he just goes. Yeah, this but, is this and, is Scott like trying to like oh, yeah. it'll be so, it'll be so bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gay or anything. No. Yeah, Scott's but, all white. But you, it's not a pleasurable experience. I saw white. Everything went white. <laughs> I lost the hearing. You, you my ears started ringing. You've had a prostate. <laughs> you've had a prostate examination, and it wasn't a big deal. I blacked out. <laughs> Can anybody in the comments light like talk about that it was painful or not? But anyway, so so after they did all the tests, they uh, I have high cholesterol. And I was like talking to him about losing you weight. You already have results, and it was today. Dude, it was like the most fucking. While his fingers in there, he's like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> high cholesterol. Hold on, yeah, oh yeah, it's high. Yeah, blood pressure. No, he got it today, and I was like talking about weight loss, and he's like, "Dude, the secret to he's like the to weight loss is he's like if you keep your diet under 1,900 calories a day, and you don't go above 150 grams of carbs, he's like you'll lose weight. That's what Vinny does." No, he doesn't. He says he does that. I we were on the bus and he's like, dude, I just I can't understand why I'm not losing weight as he's eating the sixth bag of Monster Munch. And he's like, I, I think I have dude, a, I have a, a hard thyroid time issue. Saying no to the Munch, it's dude. A it's a it's but I so that was interesting. But it's scary, you know, with having high cholesterol and shit like that. So I don't know. So you didn't like the finger up the butt. <laughs> I didn't like the finger up the butt. I don't You're know too many people that like. It's not pleasurable to well, go up yeah, with a latex dude. glove. You haven't had my <laughs> finger. <laughs> you have a small little finger. Yeah. And then I was like talking to Paul about like you know oh like do you ever get checked out you know he's like he's like no what's the point and then I and then I, we were talking about going to the dentist and he's like dude I haven't been to the dentist in a long time he's like last time I went. I had 13 cavities. Not last time I went. One time when I went. I, n I never go to the doctor. Like, I ha I don't get, like, a physical once a year. I haven't got a physical in years. Same, dude. Like, uh, I don't go to the dentist. I'm not, like, against it. I just hate... Well, I don't know. I'm not, like, morally against it. I'm just lazy to, like, book appointments and go... But you I, get yearly checkups, right? Uh... I don't know when the last time I got a yearly checkup was, but I go to the dentist every three months Whoa. for a cleaning. For the cleaning. Yeah. But, I mean, do you have 13 cavities? So one time I went to the dentist, and he's like, wow, yeah, you have 13 cavities. Yeah, but I don't know I don't know why that is. I think my bones just, like, Ugh. are falling apart. <laughs> like, I, I don't eat, like, candy or anything like that. I don't know. I brush my teeth. I floss. Freaking I'm just hippie. falling apart from the inside, turning into ash. Yeah, and are you getting your teeth done? I have a, an appointment for my x-ray tomorrow. You're getting them done. 
Uh, eventually, yeah. Like, what What are you getting done with them? Everything fixed, maybe replaced. Oh, yeah, that's What's right. We, is that with our guy that mm -hmm. we put you Bra on to? Dr. Brady? Dr. Brady. Yeah. Brady. Oh, Brady. Dr. Brady. Yeah. So you got, like, big tooth problems? Uh, yeah. Oh, I Yeah, know for sure. That. I'm terrified, but, yeah, I have an x-ray appointment tomorrow. Um, I'm stoked. So, what, you're yeah. doing it here in L.A. and you're well, just transmitting the x-rays to yeah. Dr. Brady? Yeah, exactly. But we, we, uh... <laughs> Told Vinny that we we're gonna help him with his teeth problems, and he started crying. He's oh, yeah. nice. that was cute. You did. I know, dude. That was beautiful. I was trying hard not to let you fuckers see it. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was like in the other room, somewhere. and he's just like walking by, like. And, 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 and meanwhile, I forgot all about that, and like we're watching. We're still doing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those, oh, you might get like, like veneers. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so you made oh. a generous donation to the cause. Yeah, have, yeah. That, have I made that donation yet? Yeah. Oh, I did. Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's a good thing. Like, it's a it's a good cause because the, what these people do is they help out like people with like teeth and teeth issues are a big thing for people. Yeah. I mean, it's a big insecurity. Yeah. When you called me into the green room that night, when you t when you like offered that, you're like, all right, Vinny, come sit down. And I was like, oh shit, what did I do? <laughs> you know. Like, and then you're like, so you uh, told Scott your deepest darkest secrets, huh? And I was like, Wait, what? the fuck you know in my head yeah. i'm like what the fuck did i say and he's like dude i'll pay for your teeth man and i was just like sobbing because wow. no one's ever offered anything like that to me you know so i was like yeah it's like the yeah it's just what i donated like ten thousand. yeah <laughs> yeah thanks dude. i mean that's I it. love you dog. Yeah, i love you too dog <laughs> can't wait to see your new teeth i don't yeah. think of you as someone with like bad teeth yeah I, it's like it's gnarly back there. Yeah, okay, yeah. Super what is that from? Crack cocaine? Yeah, a lot of smoking crack. You don't get teeth like that, not smoking yeah. crack. <laughs> yeah. Really? That's yeah, cool. yeah. A lot of heroin lot. doesn't make your teeth fall out. It's uh, crack. Well, heroin because when you're high on heroin, you you crave sweets. So it's like I'm oh. eating a lot of sugar too. But why crack? Crack. You're just smoking fucking whatever's in crack. I don't know. Crack. What's in crack. I just smoke it. <laughs> Cracks your teeth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, yeah. meth mouth, that's a thing, right? Doesn't meth yeah. hurt your mouth, too? Or is it your teeth, or it, like, messes up your skin? Messes up everything. I've just heard the term meth mouth. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you uh, like meth, huh? Uh, I didn't like it, but I did it. Yeah. yeah. I never turned it down. I never turned it down. That's a fact. <laughs> did yeah. you smoke crack ever, Steve? I never smoked crack. Not, uh... With all the boiling and, like, cooking what about of, smoking, like... What about smoking Coke? I like, yeah, I mean, I would like put coke on cigarettes, but it's not just a waste of time. A, yeah, it's a waste of drugs. <laughs> Does nothing? Yeah. You get nothing. From I got that? higher than a fucking Georgia pine after smoking a lot of coke. <laughs> Did you ever smoke crack? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's pretty cool. Did you like it? Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't want to smoke crack, but I'm jealous that you guys like. <laughs> did in the past smoke crack you know to say like yeah, I, I, I woke up and like I, I had bit the entire fucking like bottom half of my I was just like chewing my lip um, off my, my first time that I was in rehab was 1995 my mom like uh, said she wouldn't bail me out of jail unless I went to rehab and how old were you then I was 20 okay still not 21 yeah so I go to rehab when I'm 20 years old and like every day somebody comes and somebody leaves. There's like turnover. For sure. And like generally we're always in like the circle of feelings. You know, everyone's sitting in a big circle sharing their feelings. And somebody comes and they introduce themselves to the circle and they say what's their drug of choice. And I noticed that when people said their drug of choice was crack cocaine, people are just like, 
like they just considered the person a write-off. Yeah. Like, like, like no, no eye contact. That person's not my roommate. Mm-hmm. I would like, you know, like that. That I just noticed there was something about crack cocaine that was like really really different from powder cocaine because if somebody said their drug of choice was powder cocaine it was almost like snickering like what a pussy <laughs> you know like yeah. heaven forbid if somebody walked in and said their drug of choice was marijuana they would be like yeah it's like that half baked they, they would be yeah. like unsafe in there like so there's like know, a hierarchy like, of drug addicts it's like it's like rehab. high school with clicks you know what I mean? Like yeah, you know, when yeah. people hang out and, 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 yeah. and listen to the Grateful Dead. If people's drug of choice was heroin, it was like they were just like carried in. Oh, we'll meet them in a couple days. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean we'll meet them in a couple days? Just because they're out of commission. Ah. They they were out of commission. Like they were, uh, you know. Yeah, they're detoxing. Who were like for- the cool kids at rehab? Like which drug group is the coolest? Um, uh, like the. Uh, I would coke? say heroin. Of course, you're a heroin addict. Yeah, Yeah, you're biased. (laughs) I I was just, my whole take on it was just that I was like such a a rinky dink, you know, like just being there at the time made me feel like, dude, I'm, this is a joke. I'm not, yeah. Wait, what were you in there for? Just like, a DUI? DUI. Yeah, I was there for uh, alcohol. But you were doing Coke and stuff. Barely. So you felt like, I'm not even really a drug addict. This is just. Right. Did you mom. know when you get out you're just gonna get high again when you're in there, or were you really trying to put your best foot forward? I, I was like just kind of clueless about it. Like I, I mean, I went to a sober living, and then I was just like, all right, dude. I'm, I had my buddy Kevo like bring me weed to the really? sober living. Kevo so smoking weed in the sober living. Did you ever talk about the the thing that you and Kevo got into, where like somebody saved your guys' life? I don't think you've talked about that on this, where the glass was broken and you guys were bleeding uh, that out. Wasn't, that wasn't Kevo. That was my buddy Canyon. What happened? It was. Uh, this is a gnarly fucking deal, dude. It was after graduating high school. I was uh, like just turned eighteen years old. My buddy Canyon and I, like, uh, we, we were like gnarly drinkers, and we just had, like, he had like a bottle of Jack Daniels, and we filled these huge brandy glasses, like, and just chugged, like, chugged huge glasses of whiskey. <clears throat> we automatically both blacked out, and um, there was, uh, in his house, there was this glass door, which he, like, clearly, like, he fell through the glass door, landed on like jagged glass sticking up from the bottom, and it cut his elbow like through all like t- tendons, everything. And we were just both like blacked out, like passed out. And uh, the only reason why Canyon didn't die from bleeding out is because the neighbor heard the glass break and thought that they were hearing a break-in. So they called the cops. The cops showed up and found us just laying in this gnarly pool of blood. Like, it was the gnarliest bloodbath. Like, I was just, you know. You were out cold. I, I wasn't even injured. I was just out. You know? <laughs> I like, was literally taking a bloodbath. I was, yeah, I was just out. And um, so they called the ambulance. Like, um, you know, he homeboy like was so it was more blood than i've ever seen because i went i went to his house like the next day to get stuff for him and bring it to him in the hospital weed hail white more blood than i've ever seen anywhere dude it was the gnarliest and um so so they they got us into uh an ambulance took us both to the hospital like he needed surgery but he was too drunk so they were just kind of like uh, stabilizing him 
I like uh, was just so drunk they put me on an IV to uh, you know just You're like to, alcohol poisoning. Yeah, probably. I mean it was pretty it was pretty serious, and um, like uh, I, I I I ripped out my IV. I'm like I'm gonna like we're breaking out. Where's my buddy? And I'm like uh, I think they said I was like trying to punch nurses or something. <laughs> like uh, but but like doing a really poor job of it. Right. Like. I, you know, and and uh, I remember they were like, they they, they got the cops back on me again, and 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 the the next memory that I think I had was I was back in the paddy wagon. The cops were telling me, look. If you go back into the hospital to try to break your friend out again, <laughs> what a bro. Like we're gonna have to really actually lock you up in jail. <laughs> That's <laughs> like gnarly. It's funny how like you're like being a bro, but you're also not because your buddy needs like <laughs> right. medical attention. But you're like, right. I'm gonna save you. Like, I'll get you out of here. It's like he's not in jail. He's right. like being fixed. Right. And and, uh, and so then this paddy wagon with with me and like. Uh, they uh take me to my take me home and and um they bring the doorbell my mom comes to the door opens up the door and it's her son like just cross-eyed covered in blood i mean like i was like the gnarliest just covered from laying in a pool of blood and with a, a police officer on either side of me a, a british bobby and they're like, this is, you know, this is your son she's just like shaking her head like what would she say when the door shut like i mean i like it, there were there were a number of episodes like that. And for you, when you wake up the next day, are you like that was rad? Are you like shit? I gotta go save I, him. I gotta go get him out. Like, where's your head at? Do you feel I, bad about it? Do you feel I like? I mean, it, like I like I recognized that like that was you know a life and death situation. Yeah. You know, I wasn't stoked on it. Like I I I, I knew that every time I chugged liquor, <laughs> like there was bad. Like chugging straight hard liquor. Like always ended up in, in some bad thing. There was a time before that. I used to drive. I used to ride my bicycle around London everywhere. You know that was my thing. Mm -hmm. And the 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 time <laughs> before that that I chugged hard liquor. Um, I woke up on the hood of a parked car, like I was just riding my bicycle and just straight rode it head on into a parked car, like landed on the hood and I had my front teeth broken. What? Mm. <laughs> Yeah, Jesus. like I broke my front teeth. They were like, I don't even remember like getting home. I never remembered getting home. Just the next day, and, and I wasn't even that close to home. But the next day, my bike was in an unrideable condition, just sitting in like the the entrance, the in the front doorway of the house. Just mangled. Just pretty mangled. Like I have evidently like I don't know. Maybe somebody helped me get home. Maybe I carried the bike home. Wow. No recollection no of idea. any of it. And uh, two broken. Yeah. You're like, okay, next time I chug liquor, I'll wear a helmet or something. Be safe. <laughs> right. like, that's when did you think, when did you know you had a problem? Um, was it like then or was the it The first time when like, I really read, like I, I have a problem, I should do something about it was um, like after I got uh, placed on final disciplinary probation, um, like within two weeks of class starting at the University of Miami. You thought you had a drug problem? Yeah, I mean, they raided my room and like... You know, oh, that early out. on, huh? Yeah, yeah I was 18. Yeah. I was eight, 18 years old. What'd they find in your room? Just a bunch of... Like, you know, you know they have these huge laundry hampers mm -hmm. that are like on wheels? They Like, they filled one of those up with... Uh, 
like empty beer cans and <laughs> and, and really? alcohol bottles. <laughs> like uh, basically, yeah. Like it was a lot. You know, it was a lot. And um, and they found like a bunch of weed too. And when did you start doing acid? What, oh, I started doing acid when I was sixteen. They didn't find any acid then, or no, no, no I didn't then find any acid then. So but, all the way already at eighteen, you're like, I'm a drug addict. I have a problem. Not a, I wasn't as concerned about drugs. It was mostly alcohol. Yeah. And when I was eighteen, um, I, I, it was, it was so crazy. I was, I was like, man, like I, I remember looking up Alcoholics Anonymous in the oh, wow. in the phone book, and I, and, I, and there it was. I found the number, and that gave me a sense of accomplishment. So I didn't call it. <laughs> like, well, look. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there it is. There's it's the always going to be there. Cross that yeah. off the old yeah. list. <laughs> there's, yeah. the, there's the help I needed. Yeah. And, uh, and and so, but rather than call AA, what I what I decided was I said I'm going to go for 30 days, and and not drink. You know, I'm not going to drink for 30 days, and then that's going to show me that like I have control and like you know I'm going to do that to prove to myself and man the second i started this 30 days no drinking kind of like when you go on a diet and then all of a sudden all you can think about is food for sure because you're on a diet now you're extra obsessed with just thinking about food so all you know like all i could think about was just how bad i wanted to be drinking and that i wasn't drinking i was just obsessed with it and i was like shotgunning like cans of coke and stuff like it's like silly like that's like vinny shooting up water yeah. when he's trying to quit right it was, really? like, it, yeah it, it, it was crazy i was so up. obsessed with it and, and i tried i tried and i tried hey, and then uh yeah, yeah we, got you, baby. we got wendy hey good girl come on in hey, good girl um I, and I, may, I only made it 12 days. I was going to say, okay. I made it 12 days, and then what I did was uh, I did a shot of vodka, like one of these 1.75-liter bottles of crappy vodka, and I did a shot, and then I did a shot. I did 12 shots in a row. To commemorate the 12 days of sobriety Wait, yeah, that I did one shot for each of the 12 days to unadmit that <laughs> there was a problem <laughs> because because what i should have done in my view was drink all of it i should have never even came up with that dumb idea that was a mistake it was a mistake you were correcting so the mistake. I, I, I drank a shot for each day so you're clean slate <laughs> yeah your record's yeah. clean did so you didn't feel like oh man i couldn't even make it 30 days oh, I, I knew i knew clearly that i could yeah okay yeah. and that was that was uh like like a year and a half or so before I was in rehab. But for drug addiction, this is like, you wake up in the morning and like during the day you're like, fuck, I'm a drug addict. And then at night you're like, okay, let's do some drugs. And like, you're having right. fun again, right? And then right. it's just like the cycle, right? Like that's sure. how, it's, it's exactly not like you it. had 12 years then of just like feeling like a drug addict right. all the time. It's exactly, it's exactly okay. it. The, the cycle of addiction, you know, like you've got the, the, remorse period you know they've got the like oh but were, then, were you waking up and drinking because i was like waking up and being like okay don't drink till five and then it was like all right fuck don't drink till one all right don't drink till 12. <laughs> like were you were you drinking all day or were you trying to like be uh, good during the day or like i was like smoking weed during the day and yes i was drinking when i woke up but there wasn't as much of a you know more like smoke weed when i wake up and was there ever a point where you were just so physically dependent on it, where if you didn't drink, you'd have the, the shakes or... 
I don't remember much of that. No. DTs? Yeah, the DTs. N- not for any drug? Like, did you have, like, coke withdrawals or anything like that? Um, that's not really a thing with coke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just, like, clearly don't know. Really? I thought, like, I remember Elton John talking about, like, he, he couldn't eat without doing a line of coke or something like that. Like... <laughs> Yeah, the other way around. Yeah, like he couldn't wake up without doing. I mean, what, 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 what? Definitely, if I had coke, like if I did a line of coke, then I immediately needed a drink because otherwise, yeah, you know, for sure, like, you gotta take like, the edge off. It's of like it. as soon as I did a shot of coke, I immediately needed a shot of heroin. Yeah, <laughs> like it took to come down. Yeah. yeah, right. Do a line of coke, and then I gotta have a drink. And if I have a drink. Then where's the coke at? <laughs> right. So were you trying to at? hide? <laughs> like when you were when you were living at home, were you trying to hide your your drinking and drug use, or was it pretty out in the open? When I was living in a what, like in high school? Yeah, or like. Uh, did I you remember. Move... I remember taking like a heavy hit of acid, like tripping my face off. Like uh, I took it at school, and I came home and and uh, like ate dinner with my mom. Whoa. Like playing it off, like I wasn't tripping my. face face off she and, knew uh, huh? i don't think she knew i, I don't think she knew what was then, that dude, like and there's another time when my sister and i moved from albuquerque to uh florida and we packed up the the house into a u-haul truck so we're driving from fucking new mexico to florida and right before i get in the u-haul truck to start this drive my buddy kirby gave me a bunch of mushrooms and I like I I ate like I was tripping so hard like confined in the shotgun seat with my sister and she didn't know I was tripping and like we were tr- for hours what were you all doing day. she's like all right your turn to drive like, oh. <laughs> I mean you you could hold it together like that with I your mean, sister or were you just like <laughs> I, well I remember I never really liked mushrooms because like I, I I would just get too introspective, like, and by introspective, I mean, like, I would just analyze myself and, like, arrive at the conclusion that I'm just... A drug addict? Well, but just, I just, I'm just not rad. Like, I would just mm. be like, I would just, I would just really, really criticize myself and, and just arrive at the conclusion that I'd sucked and nothing that I was doing was worthy. Like, I was just like, I'd become very mean to myself on mushrooms. Mm. But not acid. Acid, uh, not as much, no. See, for me with mushrooms, it's like I get real honest with myself. Not, not like mean necessarily, but like I can't like trick myself into thinking something that's not like real. You know, like yeah. if I'm like being shitty to somebody, then I take mushrooms. It's like, it's like, dude, you're being a bad friend or something like that. Like, you can't hide from huh. it. I can't pretend. Is this like, how you felt like fun. last week? <laughs> was I being a bad friend? Well, no, 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 no. I was saying, like, you take mushrooms all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, right now, for example. I feel When's the like, last time you eat mushrooms? Uh, I mean, this morning. I ate a little bit. Seriously? Are you serious? Yeah, but just like a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, it's a, I, I barely feel it. You know, it's called hypertensive. Are you, are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then when's the last time before that? The day before. <laughs> Holy Wait, so you, shit. So you microdose every day? Well, like, not every day, but I'll go on, like, multi-day. 
just kind of runs a bit. Not every day, just I don't take days off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but what's, the, but what's what's the benefit from microdosing that frequent? I don't know. You like, won't go to the doctor once a year, but you'll <laughs> eat mushrooms. They once say a day. there are medical benefits to taking mushrooms. It's good for the brain, for things like that. Yeah, so you're tripping balls right now. No, no that's the thing. <laughs> I, I never trip. Like at most, if I like take a little too more than I wanted, then I'll like get kind of a body high, and I'm like, whoa. But so, um, some days do you think, oh, I, I kind of feel like taking a little extra today. Yeah, some days I go a little. <laughs> more you know i overdosed myself a little bit but it's always like a pretty micro trip so then why do it like because there's a benefit supposedly to microdosing on mushrooms like there's benefits to the brain and like the psyche and maybe i feel it a little bit it's like an antidepressant <laughs> too it just feels good i don't know maybe i feel it just a wow little bit. i like it <laughs> i feel like the back half of this podcast was better than the first half yeah we're really cooking now yeah um, so you're uh, on drugs and, and um, <laughs> you're completely loaded in the car. <laughs> you're completely loaded. So no, completely loaded. Yeah. I know, but but I, I fucking love you, man. I, I yeah. love when we do this and, and we've got the gorgeous Paul Brisky oh, yeah. effect. I love you guys too. Yeah, dude. And uh, um, do we do we have anything else we want to talk about? Do we want to talk about how epic your special was? Yeah, well, this is our uh, first time all together since yeah. Europe. Dude, it was fucking badass. It went I, as good as it could go, huh? Yeah, yeah, dude, it was so sick. Like now that you've had time since it, how, like are you, I mean, there's nothing you would have changed, right? Like ever, it was perfect. Ever since then, I find myself at some point in the day, like thinking, dude, that that was actually real. Like it actually, it happened like that. Yeah. It was that badass. Hmm. Yeah. I was so nervous about only having the two shows. It was perfect. Yeah, we we, we had put on the th we had added the Thursday, and it just wasn't. You know, I was like, "Fuck, this show's not going to sell out," and there's no way that stage would have been ready. I know it would have put so much stress on making it, sure everything was ready by then. It just was yeah. impossible. So so we turned off that Thursday show, that and we yeah, um, and and we pulled it off in two shows. It's pretty sick, dude. I can't wait to see a cut yeah. of it. And then, so last night, you did a set at the Hollywood Improv. Oh, your first yeah. set, starting from zero, putting together your next hour. My first set, starting from zero, on what will be the Gone Too Far tour. How did you feel about that? I felt like I was unprepared, and, and what do you want? You know, you just got to put yourself into the fire. I mean, I had enough to talk about and just kind of a big picture view of what the show is. Got a great joke out of it about uh, the, um, the uh, on the gun part. Which the, joke was that? The one where, where I was like, uh, ruined a perfectly good bit. Yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> I had no, there's, there's... Yeah, that was funny, yeah. yeah. I, I, that, that was nothing that I'd ever even... Con that, that came out of that. Yeah, that's there's true. Like a, there, and it was a Should we even say what that joke was or yeah, just leave it at don't, that? Don't but yeah, that's it. true. There was, like, that's the beauty of it. Like, you know, that's at least how I approached it when I was doing stand-up opening for you is, like, when I try to tell a story to my friends, like, I always try to get a laugh, just naturally. I'm trying to be funny. Yeah. So, like, go up there, talk. Like, your instincts to, like make them laugh will kind of lead you to finding the jokes it's amazing. right and what i need to do is find the story in the overall arcing you know like from the, the story for the whole show right and um where i was imagining that the the whole story was it was of me confronting middle age 
I'm thinking more that it's a story about uh, about pushing things further and how that the, the conflict isn't between me and middle age. The conflict is between me and my loved ones and uh, how they view it and what their arguments are for each bit for me to not go through with it. And ultimately how when my loved ones try to convince me to not do a bit, what they don't realize is that they're reinforcing my belief that this bit is actually epic. Mm -hmm. You know, the more people try to convince me not to do something, the more attractive that bit is to me. And I think that in, in, in each bit, like the arguments that were presented against doing the bit and the relationship with my loved ones and how they're dealing with me carrying out the bits, I think is more the arc than the middle age. Yeah. I like that. And then you also put like, not just your loved ones, but like society, you know, right. and like testing, like right. how far can I push this? And right. Like, are we going to find, the only way to find the line is to cross it. That's what yeah. Hunter S. Thompson said. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's, it's, it's exciting and the, the process begins. I'm stoked. Yeah, dude. Fucking rap. Super sick. All right, man. Well, I fucking love you guys, dude. Yeah, love, love you guys, love dude. You. Too. you. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> And wouldn't you know it that after we recorded this podcast just earlier today, I find a response from Bam to my response. And get a load of this. It's the worst stuff. Stop skateboarding, please. It's not pleasing to my eyes. Oh, my skateboarding is not. My skateboarding is not pleasing to Bam's eye, huh? <laughs> Bam. That's a, that hits me right here. It's a personal attack. And uh, I, I don't know what to say, Bam. Like, I think that my skateboarding is actually a lot like my tattoos. You know, like when I give people tattoos, not the best tattoos, but for some reason people love my tattoos. I, I give better tattoos than you would expect, and I'm better at skateboarding than you would expect. People want my boards. They're buying them. So I'm sorry, Bam. There's nothing I can do to make you feel better. I, I'm selling skateboards, and they're available at, at stevo.com. And, and now we've got the Chris Pontius and Stevo double-signed collab skateboard, the Wild Board. So suck on that, bam. Go buy one at stevo.com. <laughs>